What's up, everybody, and welcome into Pace the Nation, broadcasting back here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. I'm your host, Chris Farley. Back again for episode 109 here in the heart of Arlington County. Of course, we are in Clarendon broadcasting from our studio. And back again with me, it's my one and only co-host, my one and only regular co-host, it's Joanna Russo. Joanna, what's up? Uh, well, it's June now, so I'm wondering what your June book is. I'm glad. Well, you know, I'm, I, it's funny you bring that up. I'm not quite on the pace that I was hoping to be on. <laughs> I'm sure you're shocked. Um, you know, I'm on Chop Wood, Carry Water, which would be my third book of the year. Okay. But I think I'm going to get it going. I think I'm going to start doing two a month here very, very soon. Okay, so you're just going 12 for the year. Yeah, 12 for the year. Okay. It was going to be one a month, but don't worry. I know the Pace the Nation Nation is really concerned about how many books I'm reading this year. So I'm glad you keep bringing that up. But you know what? To be honest with you, I'm glad you didn't make mention about the uh, the temperature because usually that's the regular, you know. We, I know, but I have no complaints. It's yeah, perfect it's, outside. It's been a nice. It's been a nice uh, late May, and here we are in early June. So it's been uh, not bad. I'll uh, I'll I'll take it. Um, good running weather. You had you have a good run this morning. I had a great run this morning. Yeah, we are broadcasting here Saturday, June third. Um, Joanna did her her long run this morning. Uh, you get you get up early. I'm in, I'm impressed. Like, what time did you roll out of bed this morning? Uh, I got up at five this morning, Oof. which was rough because I didn't get home until eleven because I was wow. doing inventory last night. This morning was a little early for me. That is impressive. All right, well, big show to get to today, Joanna. Uh, again, Docs is not in studio. Um, it's not a contract thing. It's not a you know he's not upset with anything. He's just out of town. So. Again, the Pace the Nation Nation, don't worry. Docs will be back with us. Uh, he is just out of town on an assignment with his other job. When is he going to give up this other job? That That's how I feel. Uh, I mean, I don't know what he's doing with his life. But Docs will be back hopefully next week. But today, you and I and a slew of other folks are going to help uh, get us through this episode 109. It's going to be a big show, a really big show. So big that I'm not sure how we're going to fit everybody in studio. <laughs> I mean, I've got uh, we've got a number of, of guests coming in today, uh, Joanna. We've got uh, a great story uh, to tell of Ellie McGinn. She's a nine-year-old Arlingtonian who has a very rare case of cancer. I'm not going to try to even pronounce the name of it. I think you shouldn't. No. Yeah. Um, she was recently on the Today on the Today's show. Uh, and she's an inspiring young girl who uh, you know has an amazing outlook on life and I just get chills watching that video. We'll tweet that video out and we'll talk about that video throughout the program. Uh, we'll talk about her condition and how she's dealing with it and dealing with life and just such a great upbeat person. She'll join us in studio, also her mom, Beth McGinn, will be in studio to talk a little bit about her uh, condition. Uh, she is related, she and Beth are related to, to running in the store through my buddy Joe Reed. He, he will also be in studio. He is the race director of the Fairlington 5K. All the proceeds of the Fairlington 5K go to Ellie's Cure, and he's going to talk a lot about... Uh, what he's done uh, in the local community, in the local running community, and just the great things that, that his race has done over the past few years. Also in studio, we will have a third co-host to help us do the interview. Uh, it's going to be Bailey Jeff. Where are all these people going to sit? I, I don't know. But Bailey is, um, I'd say she's a budding journalist. Yes, uh, definitely. You, you might have seen her on, you know, uh, a Pacers video where she interviewed uh, kids doing the, I think it was the Clarendon Day kids run. I think that's right, yeah. A, maybe a year or two back. So she's going to uh, help us through the interview because uh, without Docs, we need all the help we can get. Uh, I, I believe she's also nine years old. Um, I think she's eight, eight? but they're okay. comparable in age, yeah. Very, very similar age. So uh, she's going to ask uh, Ellie some questions, so that'll be fun to have uh Bailey Jeff sit down with uh, with Ellie as well. 
Now, Bailey's mom, Heather Jeff, of course, has been on the program before, mm-hmm. and Heather works for Pacers Running. So, big guest slash guest to get to today on today's program. Excited about that. Uh, also today, I wanted to talk a little about uh, Boulder Boulder, the, the race that happened in, this past weekend. Uh, and elites have the same issues that all of us normal non-elites have, and I'll share that story. Uh, we also want to little, talk a little bit about Pride Week, which is next week, I believe, mm-hmm. starting a week from today, I believe. Saturday is is going to be the big p- Pride Parade mm-hmm. next week. Uh, we were also we were going to talk about Global Running Day, which is later on this week. And finally, we'll save the best for last. I think you've got to move. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> you've got to move and everybody. I mean, this this transcends everybody across the whether you like running or not. Everybody hates moving. So. <laughs> I'm sure there's some good, I'm sure there's some bad, and I'm sure there's some ugly, um, but we'll talk about that uh, also later in the program. But real quick, before we get the slew of guests and co-hosts in studio with us, uh, Joanna, just a quick story. I was in Kentucky last week. Okay. Um, Georgetown ran at the, the regional meet there. Congratulations to the four men and the one woman who made nationals that was on Georgetown. So Excellent. that was very exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... I was in uh, I was in Kentucky. I had a flight out on Thursday, and I missed the flight. You missed the flight. James and I fl- were flying out on Thursday to see Julie, who was in Kentucky already. She was there since Tuesday. Uh, so how did you miss the flight? I, I just where were you flying out of? Just real quick, just for all those out there who have kids who haven't taken a flight alone with their kid. Mm. Um. Just a tip from a pro now. I'm going to call myself a pro. <laughs> I was flying out of DCA. We were going uh, DCA to Charlotte, then to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. You know, usually my house in Clarendon, I can get to, to, to DCA in no time at all. I can generally leave about an hour before my flight takes off. Yeah, maybe I'm You cutting. leave your house an house. hour before your flight. Literally. And they board the flight half hour before. Right. Okay. Right. So I figured I could leave maybe an hour 20 before the flight. Okay. So Um, 20 minutes for like James. Yeah, 20 minutes for James James stuff. So I I padded 20 minutes there. Uh, Again, just for advice for new parents out there, give yourself a little bit more time than that. Just, Just a little bit. Maybe like an hour more time than that. Yeah. I mean, I got there, you know, because I had to bring the stroller. I had to bring his bed. I had to bring uh, his 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 bouncy chair. Oh I had to bring his toys, his clothes. I had three bags. My mom drops me off. Uh, I literally got there 45 minutes before the flight. Eh, let's be honest. It was 35 minutes before the flight. <laughs> the person at the ticket window was like, are you crazy? What? What? You have a kid here. There's no the, – the flight is boarding in five minutes – the doors closed to the airline airplane 10 minutes beforehand. So you had 20 minutes until, so all you new parents out there, I have to say you're, you're at the airport. And so what did you have to do? Did you have to check bags? I had to check two bags, check two bags and get through security, get through security. What was this? What was the security line? Like, um, it wasn't, you know, DCA is never too bad, but I would say it was a seven to eight minute wait. Mm. I still feel like you could have accomplished this. I feel like if, if I maybe, sort of felt the same way. Yeah, if the woman at the ticket counter had a little bit more faith, like okay, like let's get these bags checked and like get you on your way. I feel like this could have happened. You don't need to be the first person on the plane. No, you just I'd be need happy to, get to be on, on the plane yeah. at all. Right? Yeah, I was hopeful I would find that person who would find a way to get it done. Yeah, it's like when you go to the grocery store and you're like, I just want everything in one bag, and like you have a really good person who's like, Yeah, let's get it all in one bag, and then you have people who are like, Yeah. Not gonna happen. I needed the one bag flight yeah. flight person there, but uh, it didn't happen. Just a PSA. I just want to make sure people know. Give yourself, you know, two hours. I'd say it's weird. It's almost like this kid has changed you. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, fortunately, um, the parent, the other parents, the veteran parents who are here now, who we're going to interview. We should ask them about this. No, no, no. Let's not ask them about it. I don't want to make myself look stupider than I am. Uh, They're here. They would answer that question. They'd probably say two and a half hours beforehand. (laughs) But uh, I botched. I got there Friday. Everything was fine. We had a great time. And congratulations to those athletes who made... uh, Made nationals. All right, next up, Ellie McGinn, Beth McGinn, Joe Reed, and we're going to have a great co-host come in, Bailey Jeff, to help us through this interview. Coming up next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Joanna, we are excited to be joined by two. You know, I mentioned beforehand we had a slew of guests joining us, but we just got two in studio because basically that's all it'll fit. That's all it can fit, yeah. yeah, two at a time. We've got race director Joe Reed and Beth McGinn. Guys, how are you? Thanks for joining us. Great, great to be here. Good, thank you for having us. Well, thank you so much for uh, making the trip over here. I was just telling a story before you guys came on about how I missed a flight because I have this young kid and I was flying by myself. And, you know, getting anywhere with kids just takes a little bit longer Joe and I have kids about, uh, you know, they're about a month month apart, apart, a month apart. So we're kind of going through the same things. But Beth, on the other hand, two kids, nine years old and how old? Nine and seven. Nine and seven. So she's a veteran of all this. So she would have <laughs> never missed the plane. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you guys. So you're you're flying somewhere. You've got a nine month old. What time do you show up to the airport? Like how far in advance of your flight? Like two hours ahead. Ooh, yeah. yeah. What time's the flight? I mean, so, I, I would go. The whole process has to start at least five hours. Five hours. <laughs> like the whole process starts five hours, easily five hours before. So my process started about two hours before when I should have been at the airport. I ended up at the airport about forty-five minutes, maybe forty minutes before the flight took off. And, and the, had to check bags, check bags, security. security with the kid. I mean, the woman, the 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 the, the airport. What, she looked at me like I was crazy. Like, what are you doing? See, I did two hours, and that's just to come here. Right, right. Like exactly. you're, you're going flights and things. Like I'm right going on through security. Like, Missed out, missed I'm going right there. through. Yeah, it was. See, yeah. So the veteran over here, Beth, had the right answer. So I won't make that mistake again. Julie was not happy, but we got there safe and sound the next day. Yeah. So it was no big deal. All right. Well, we're we're here to talk about uh, not. Well, we'll talk a lot about kids, uh, but not necessarily about flights or logistics or my problems with my kid. Let's talk about this road race, the Farlington 5K. Uh, my buddy here, Joe Reed, started this race how many years ago? Was it five? Four. Four or five years ago. <laughs> four, five. four or five years ago. Okay, four or five, so that's four good. Four or five, that sounds right. Um, and and what, uh, how did you guys get connected? And let's start with you, Joe. How did you, how did the race start? Um, so I used to work at another elementary school in Arlington. And a buddy of mine who's, who's since moved away started a race at this school. And I thought it was just a great idea. So I teach at Abingdon Elementary. Mm-hmm. And I never had kind of like a, a cause or a rallying cry to start the race. I mean, I could just start a race, but then, you know, who, who's going to show what? up? Right. right. So, uh, I guess flashback four or five years, I guess it would be four. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Ellie walks in my gym and I see, uh, Beth and her husband, Mike and a little girl's there and they come and talk to me and they kind of tell me about her condition. And as, as her, as she's, uh, talking, I'm like, this is it. Like th- this is, this is the rallying cry. Like now we can start the race. And I remember telling them, and um, Beth and Mike were like, "Yeah, great," and, and just like walked away. <laughs> you, like, guys, you guys didn't believe that he could do it, huh? It was like a couple weeks later, and I came to check on Ellie at school because it, it was really worried. But it was like her first time at big girl school. Sure, and she fall was falling a lot, so I wanted to check on her. And Joe came up to me, and I kind of I didn't remember his name, but I kind of remembered him. And he's like, "Hey, I want to do this race for you guys, and it'll be great." And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and I told my husband when he came home that night, and we thought, "Well, maybe we'd we'd never hear from him again because people have like you know really good intentions and good Absolutely. ideas." But that's a big thing to follow through with. Like a couple months later, Joe sees me again. And it was like, okay, we got a website and a committee set up. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is really <laughs> I, happening. I mean, props like, to really you, man. I mean, because it, 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 like you said, a lot of people say, oh, I want to do a race. We hear it all the time here at Pacers Running. So props to you for actually doing it and making a race that's not only just a one-time race. It's been something that's happened for at least four or five yeah, years. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> now I have to do it every year. I know. Um, <laughs> But it, it, it is, it's not, you know, just me, Beth does a lot of it. And sure. then really it's the community that we live in, um, that they do all the advertising and they get everything out. And, and all of a sudden, um, 
you know, this race that you're you're hoping people show up. We had um, over 600 this year wow. running the race. So nice. it's uh, it's been a huge it's success. Grown. Yeah. It, yeah, it's it's really grown. And Pacers Running is thrilled to be a part of it. And you and I have talked many times about how we want to be more involved and, and continue to grow it. Totally involved. It is. Totally involved. It's a, Joe's trying to wriggle his way out of this race. I get it. Uh, but it is such a great cause that uh, you're, uh, you're raising funds for and all the proceeds do, do go to uh, a cure for Ellie. The website is a cure for Ellie.org. Uh, so what is this condition, the, the, the disease? I, I didn't try to pronounce it beforehand. So Beth, maybe you can take a stab at it. What does your daughter have? Sure. So it's uh, the short name is LBSL, but it stands for leukoencephalopathy with brain stem and spinal cord involvement and lactate elevation. Wow. Super long name. Um, it, it's a type of leukodystrophy. It's essentially a genetic brain disorder. So she does not produce a protein needed for her uh, parts of her brain and spinal cord. So... It's degenerative, so over time, kids um, slowly lose the ability to walk and then use their hands. Um, most wind up in a wheelchair in their teens. In some cases, severe cases, they expire in their 20s or uh, 30s. Um, although we, we've recently met some people who are, um, you know, in their 40s with this disease. So uh, that's kind of it in a nutshell. The website, again, is acureforelly.org, and I read it. On, on the website, it chronicles the series of events that that you and your husband went through with your daughter Ellie. I mean, how emotionally how's it been? And you guys have really just—I mean, it, it must have been tough, obviously, but you guys have really made such a positive impact um, despite this being so tough. Yeah, well, thank you. People say all the time, like, "Oh, you guys are so amazing," but we don't feel that way because we have just been really blessed to be surrounded by good people like Joe, like our family members who have just dropped everything to kind of help us put together a website. Um, I think the fact that we live in D.C. helps because we have so many friends who work in public relations and Capitol Hill. And and like I said, they just drop everything to kind of rally around us. And they kind of set us on this path toward advocacy for her, advocacy for rare disease in general. I mean, we've just been given these really great opportunities to try to help her, and we've been really blessed. So, yeah, I mean, the road race is just one of the many things, um, and the road race is is you know, you, you're throwing off a lot of money for the cause. Can you t- talk about how much you guys have raised throughout the the year? Yeah, so um, each year it's grown a little bit. I think we raised like the first year. I think we raised around eight thousand dollars, which. Um, which again, we thought was great, and I think the next year after that, we went to twelve. Wow! Um, and I think last year we were close to twelve. I believe it was around twenty, maybe just just under twenty that we raised. Uh, this year we raised over thirty thousand. Wow! So it, it awesome, keeps man. it keeps growing and growing. Um, Unfortunately, we can we can hand that money back over to a cure for Ellie when the race is over. Yeah, and I just want to say we wouldn't even right now today. We're so lucky to be talking about research into a cure. Um, we approached some doctors at uh, Kennedy Krieger and Johns Hopkins about what could be done to help Ellie, and um, because of the money that we had in hand from the race, they I could tell they really took us seriously. Wow. You know, we weren't just another family with our hand out asking for help. Unfortunately, that sounds bad, but it's the truth. We, we actually, because of the race, we came to the table with something in hand. And I think it showed that they could, um, it just showed that they could have confidence in us. And so we started the research project last year, March of 2016. We're in year two. The goal is to be um, testing drugs in, in clinical trial in six years. So um, and, we're, we're, what, we're on our way thanks to the race. And, and I imagine this is severely underfunded like because it's such a, there's su- such a small percentage of people who actually have this yeah. condition. And again, how many f- people have this in the country or across the world? So the, the books say less than 100 so wow. you're not going to get the a, world or the in the world. Wow. So you're not going to get a pharmaceutical company to come in and invest billions for a hundred people. Sure. Um, so it's really up to the patients at this point for rare diseases to get the research off the ground. Eventually we can apply for grants, but it's, it's up to us right now to get the lab going, get the research going and prove, you know, that, that we can get some, some drugs going. Well, Ellie has become a face of this uh, 
condition and an amazing, positive, great face of the condition. She was recently on the Today Show, which is just incredible. We're going to bring her in and talk about a lot of that stuff and a lot of what she's done through the years and incredibly brave young girl. Amazing. Uh, but before we do that, I did. Uh, this is a running podcast, so <laughs> I, I wanted to, I wanted to kind of get what your guys' relationship with running. I mean, why the road race, Joe? You're not you're not a runner. I mean, you tell me. Yeah, hold on, shirt. hold on. I'm yeah, wearing a, a I'm wearing shirt. a running shirt. That's yeah, true. This this was a wine marathon, so I got to drink wine <laughs> right. after. So that that was the incentive. Um, you know, like I said, my, my wife is a runner. I, I have run the Marine Corps. Yes. Yep. Um, so he's a runner. <laughs> Nearly yeah. killed him. Near, I mean, I couldn't I couldn't <laughs> he bend almost over. Died. I, but um, yeah. I I mean. Before I even go into that, running is like, it's like, for me, okay, when you're training, all right, that's the hardest part of running, period. Yeah. Like, it's not the race, it's training. So, like, running the Marine Corps, it was like, you know, I, I'm a basketball player yeah. by, by trade. He, um, he he was a college basketball player, now he's the varsity head coach at Yorktown High School, my alma mater. That's, yeah. that's so, the connection. Very, that's very the connection. proud of that, yep. So... Like it's like me doing like MMA fighting and then playing basketball. <laughs> like that's my tra- like you know like your body just uh, like I don't Is that know beat up? it just beat up. Yeah. You're just beat up and okay. then you gotta pl- you gotta play. Right. Like you gotta run. Right. Like I just you know. So I, maybe I'm just not tough enough. I like I the guess. respect he's given to us runners. That's yeah. all. No, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. It's absolutely okay. ridiculous. So, so you you are a runner. He's run Marine Corps. Uh, his wife is probably more of the runner in the family, yeah. but they're both uh, basketball coaches. And so that's your background. I get it. But I mean, running wise, yeah. I mean, what I, I couldn't think of a, a better sport or activity um, where you can bring in mass crowds yep. and you don't need. You know, really, you don't need much skill to do it. I mean, anybody really can run. Absolutely. Um, so that that you know, right, right in itself, right there was you know, race is perfect fit for this for for fundraising and bring the community together. Yep. And you really have it's uh, the Farlington 5K. It's all of that Farlington community gets behind it. It's a really awesome event. Um, now, your relationship with running, Beth? Are you a runner? I I used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was in my 30s, I'm 40 now. I haven't I haven't run as much now that I have kids. Um, but me too. I hear you. <laughs> but you know you know who's helping her out, Doctor Beck. Oh yes, Get, getting Doctor Beck. Get, loyal get, listen, Dr. Beck. Yeah. Loyal getting Dr. getting Beck, her yeah. back into running. There Actually, my wife's going on Tuesday. Nice. Getting her back in running yeah. shape. So, Doctor Ed Beck. So. He's he's a loyal listener of the show. He's been on our program before. Yeah, he's he's the best. Okay, just taking Actually, care of the I was community. Yeah, training for the five this year's five K because I had never run it before. I always okay. stay behind and and help and Joe. It. Right, right. But this year I was like, I am running it and. And I threw my back out. So, oh, no. <laughs> so <laughs> and her Dr. Beck. So, uh, and we yep. teach his, I teach his kids. That's, oh, fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, but my seven-year-old ran the entire race and we didn't meet, I mean, she didn't train for it or anything. We didn't, she came up to me when, right before we blew the whistle and to start and she said, mommy, can I go with a family and run? And I said, okay. And I thought she was just going to do the fun run, the, the 1K or yeah, the turn fun, around. Right, and, right. Yeah, the fun run. She ran the whole thing. Wow. <laughs> I know, at like full speed. So I was so proud of her, but she didn't have the proper tennis suit, shoes on. So the next day she was like, my feet are sore. <laughs> there it is. Center, the center MMA fighting right there. Center to Pacers. Love it. <laughs> Love that connection. Yep. The MMA fighting is exactly right. Good, good, good analogy. All right. Well, let's bring in the star of the show. We're going to bring in um, our budding reporter, uh, Bailey Jeff. She's going to interview, uh, help us interview uh, your daughter, Ellie McGinn, and they'll come up next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Joanna, we've had some suggestions. Mm -hmm. While Docs is gone, people said, why don't you bring in a third guest co-host which is a great idea it's a great idea so we got a third guest co-host it's bailey jeff bailey how are you good good thank you for helping us with this interview today you're welcome i'm very excited to have bailey she's a, a i'd say you know i've described her as a budding journalist potential superstar again we, we have a uh, no pressure we we've, we've we've had her on um a couple videos or at least one video that we will tweet out at pace the nation of her interviewing the kids runners 
at the Clarendon 5K, 10K race, right? Yes. How was that for you? Was that did, did you get really nervous doing that? At the beginning, I was. Nervous. At the beginning, well, you did a great job, and we will tweet out that link from uh, Pace the Nation. But we also have the star of the show. You've recently seen her on the Today's Show. It's Ellie McGinn. The website again is acureforellie.org. Ellie, how are you? Good. Thank you so much for joining us here. You met your uh, your, your interviewer, yeah. right? Yeah. So you met Bailey, and you guys, you're nine years old, and is ba- Bailey, how old are you? Nine. You're nine as well. Wow. Did you guys know each other beforehand? Do nine-year-old girls in Arlington, no. do all nine-year-old girls in Arlington know each other? No? The first time you met? Yes. All right. Wow. Well... I'm going to hand off the interview uh, to you, Bailey. So you've got some questions. So I want you to ask her the questions. And Ellie, you do your best to answer them the best you can. All right. All you. Okay. Can you tell us a bit about the Fairlington 5K? Well, people have a choice to run for one mile, which we call the fun run. Or you can run the 5K, which is 3.1 miles, I think. I you don't got know. it. Good job, <laughs> yeah. Have you ever ran it? Well, I run the fun run, but not the 5K. Cool. When you feel discouraged about LDSL, what or who do you find encourages you the most? Um, okay, so the thing that encourages me the most... Number one is the new name, Awesome Disease. <laughs> and number two is um, all the other people that have LBSL, like my pen pal, Marco, who has Awesome Disease and lives in New Zealand. <laughs> cool. Tell me about the new name. Well, my friend Lucas from Abingdon Elementary chose it. One thing to know about him is he likes tacos. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I heard about the LDSL pronunciation challenge. What were some of the funniest names suggested? Awesome disease is the only one. (laughs) (laughs) On our lineage note, can you please pronounce it for us, please? Leukoencephalopathy with brainstem and spinal cord involvement and lactate elevation. Well, I, just a side note, I, I mispronounce simple words here that have like one or two syllables. That was impressive. Do, do that one more time for me. Leukoencephalopathy with brain stem and spinal cord involvement and lactate elevation. One more time fast. Leukoencephalopathy with brain stem and spinal cord involvement and lactate elevation. What is your biggest struggle with LBSL? One of my vitamins. So I took it with chocolate milk one night and then I went... I threw up. <laughs> what is one awesome fun fact about yourself that may that many people may not know? I do just fine wherever I am. <laughs> and I like vacations. <laughs> where's your where's been your favorite place to go on vacation? Um Disney World. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. What is one of your most important lessons you have learned through your experiences? Um, never take a certain vitamin with a certain dr- drink or food. Well, give us, a, give us an example of that. Like, what, what have you taken? You said chocolate milk, and that was okay? Um, dairy is not good with one of my vitamins. Okay. How many vitamins do you take? Um... Four or five. Okay. I think four. If you could have same amount of years that the race has been going. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Sorry. If Bailey. you could have one superpower, what would it be and why? If I had a superpower, it would be um, the power to be indestructible, so I could never hurt myself, and my mom would stop worrying about me too much. <laughs> what is some of your favorite ice cream flavors? Um. I like Klondike bars and mint with chocolate chip. Good answer. Yeah, solid. Mm -hmm. Do you have any pets? I have, well, if you want to count the one that died, I have three. But 
If you don't count it, I have two in the fish tank right now. My The little fish that died was only six months old, and um, it was, we had to learn the hard way, don't immediately put a fish in a tank of new water. <laughs> <laughs> we learned, it, to, we learned it the hard way. What's your favorite game to play with your sister? Um, puppy pirates. We're puppy pu- pirates? Yeah. yeah, so we're these puppies, and, we're, and at the same time, we're pirates. Okay. In one of your vis- videos, you mentioned you would like to go to Hollywood. What would you do there? Walk the red carpet and then have someone give me a trophy with a little schnoodle inside of it. What's a schnoodle? It's a mix between a schnauzer and a poodle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. What are your hobbies? Um, I like horseback riding and guitar. Nice. Cool. What do you do when you like, like what type of horseback? I do um, therapeutic horseback riding. And the horse I ride is a very good listener, and her name is Happy. Cool. Tell us about therapeutic horseback riding. I have sidewalkers just to keep me on the horse, but I'm usually I'm fine on the horse, and. I love trotting. It's just the best part. (laughs) Tell us about Happy's legend. Um, Well, Happy's legend is that she has, she was born completely white. And then the first person to ride her gave her a little brown spot. I don't know where. (laughs) The spot I gave her was on her shoulder. So basically... Whoever rides Happy, (laughs) Happy gets a new spot. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Well done. I I have to say, you you, you did a fantastic job. Great questions. Great questions. Um, I just have a couple follow-up questions, and you can chime in, too, if if you want, uh, Bailey. Um, So you mentioned that, that you have to have somebody you know, side, beside you when you're riding the horse. Is that because you could potentially fall or lose balance? Um, that's just to help me work on my balance and that kind of stuff because it's not like they can just be like, oh, you have to work on your balance, so we're just going to put you alone on the horse. Do you feel like you lose your balance more than other kids in your school? Has that happened often? Uh, some, yeah, kind of. I don't usually lose my balance because of my medicines, but mm-hmm. yeah. So um, you, you've you've done a lot of things, Ellie, that have been really inspiring. And again, you, the, a lot of it's chronicled on a, cor- a cure for Ellie.org. Uh, do you remember going to Capitol Hill to see Virginia's Senate members? Uh, yes. What? What? Te- can you tell us about that? I know this was way back, maybe four or five years ago, but can you tell us about that? Well, I thought you were talking about the day that I had to take off school on a Thursday. Oh, even better. Let's do that day. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we had congressmen and really important people from the Capitol come in. Mm-hmm. I did not do much talking. <laughs> you didn't? I just sat in the audience. Do you feel comfortable talking in front of people about the condition? That that must be really scary a lot of times, right? Actually, um, I that is a big no at school. Mm-hmm. So whoever, in the past, whoever asked me that, I'd just say, none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> so your story has been told a lot of places. Most recently, it was on the Today Show. That was a really big deal. Yeah. Can you tell us can you tell us about that experience? Well, one part about it was me going to a place in DC called Nord where I got an award. What you got Nord? What's that? What's yeah? An award. Oh, an, oh, award. an award. Oh, gotcha. Okay. What award was it? Um The Nord Award. The Nord Award. <laughs> Nord stands for National Organization for rare disorders. You have such a great attitude. You really do. Do you ever get uh, sad about the condition? 
Not really. Like, the only times I get sad about it is when my parents remind me, when you're at least 13, you're going to get a new medicine and you don't have to take any of your medicine away. And I started crying and asking my parents, is it going to take away my condition? They didn't know. I don't really remember what they said to that. Do you want your condition to go away? No. Why do you why do you not want your condition to go away? Because the condition makes me who I am. You you rename the condition to the awesome condition. Awesome, awesome disease. Awesome disease. Why the awesome disease? I thought it would make other kids feel good about themselves if I felt good about it. They'd feel good about it. So I chose awesome disease. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys. Um, you guys did a great job. Uh, for nine-year-olds with mics in front of their face, <laughs> with dad taking pictures in the background, and little brothers in studio too, uh, you guys did a, a fantastic job. Was that, was that hard? Was that harder than you thought? Let me, Bailey, Not was that really hard? Though. No. Do you have any more questions? <laughs> um, I don't think so. Did you check the paper? <laughs> okay. All right. That's Ellie. You can find a lot more about Ellie at a acureforellie.org. Uh, run the Fairlington 5K next year. Uh, that's always the last week in April or the first uh, week in May. Uh, we'll be out there. The Jeffs will be out there. Joanna will be out there. And, of course, Ellie will be out there, the star of the show. Again, it's a cureforellie.org. And I mentioned the Today Show video a few times, Ellie. Where can I find that? Um, you can find it on Facebook and I think Twitter. Awesome. And you can post to my parents. There you go. <laughs> She's promoting as well. We'll tweet out the, the Facebook and Twitter links. It's Bailey Jeff. It's Ellie McGinn. It's Pace the Nation. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to the program, and thanks again to Ellie McGinn for joining us in studio. It's a cureforellie.org is the website. The Twitter handle is at cureforellie with the number four there. Uh, thanks so much. Really inspiring uh, to have her in studio along with Bailey Jeff, who did a great job interviewing her, uh, and also Joe Reed and, of course, Beth McGinn. Uh, Ellie's mom, who all joined us in studio. We got everybody in. I think it went not I think at it once. Went, <laughs> not at once, but I think it went. I think it went all right. Yeah. Um, really cool story. Uh, really cool, cool, cool families there. Uh, the two nine-year-olds were fast friends. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty cool. Maybe we, we maybe they're gonna be new uh, new buddies who hang out now. And we and the podcast brought them together. I That's like right. that. <laughs> That's right. Bringing people together since 2015, <laughs> pace the nation. Uh, really cool story. Again, we will tweet out all the particulars uh, about Ellie and the stuff that she's done, the video on the Today Show. Uh, you can follow them on Facebook as well. She's like such a charismatic little nine-year-old. I know. I can't like I can I can't even believe that there's anything wrong with her. I know. And she really doesn't act like it, nor is she faced by it? Yeah. Which is just really super inspiring. So really cool. Uh, great, great job by Joe uh, and, and his Fairlington 5K race, $30,000 this year. Uh, Un to unbelievable. I know. To, this little community race in Fairlington uh, really has become pretty big. Yeah. And so for our listeners, if you really want to do something when you're running a 5K, you should probably do the Fairlington 5K yeah, exactly. and help Ellie because exactly. she's amazing. Exactly. And, of course, you can find ways to donate to this underfunded disease uh, at acureforelli.org. All right. Um, we did have some other topics we wanted to touch on here. I mentioned the Boulder Boulder race was this past weekend. and Have you ever done that before? I haven't. My okay. sister lives in Boulder. Well, and, yeah. And I know. It's, it's one of the biggest 10Ks, if not the biggest 10K in the world. Uh, really cool, inspiring event. So my sister was there. She ran it. My sister's boyfriend was also there. He was taking videos, and he sent me a couple videos, and one that I thought was actually uh, pretty cool. Um, he was in 
the stadium where it looked like a stadium where the uh, the, the race finishes it looked like a stadium of you know five thousand, ten thousand people. I don't know. I know that's a big range. Wait, but people like spectators? Spectators, yeah, spectators in the stadium watching the finish of the race. So they come in, and the elites are finishing. And the one elite takes a super wide turn and the other elite kind of shoots the gap. And he had, you know, made up 10 yards on him real quick because he ran the tangent. He didn't run. He ran the tangent. and The other guy didn't. So and I'm going to show you the video here. Here, Joanna. That's crazy. It's also crazy that there's that many people spectating right. at 10K. So I just showed you the video and it's, you know. It is crazy that there's that many people there, which is awesome. We love to see that. But it's also crazy the guy almost loses the race because he doesn't run the tangent. Yeah, why did he go so wide? I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, maybe he thought the finish was going somewhere else, but I don't know why he would think he would run into another thousand people to the left. But uh, So I said, you know, elites can be just like us. One reason is because he didn't run the tangent and almost r- loses the race. Something I would do, not run the tangent. Number two... It came out later that the guy was the winner of the race was in the Porta John when the race started, and he started the race 16 seconds late. No way! So Seriously? he was in the Porta John. You know, that's something like any of us would do. Everybody can relate to that. And the Porta John. <laughs> Everyone can relate to being in a Porta John. <laughs> of course, before when a race starting, you're super nervous about when the race is going to start. So this elite who runs, you know, a 10k and 29 something minutes, yeah, is in the Porta John and starts the race late, ends up winning, almost losing. We'll tweet out the video. Um, hat tip to my sister's boyfriend. <laughs> that actually reminds me of when the Nike Women's Half Marathon was in D.C., and I was working um, on the SAG bus. So I was stationed at mile two, and then when the last runner came by, we started to yeah. follow them. And at that like second mile, there was a, a bunch of Porta Johns there, and Shalene Flanagan and, and Joni were running together, and they stopped at the Porta John. Well, they weren't running. They weren't, they weren't racing. racing. They right, weren't racing. Right. They but were still, running. But yeah. still, I was like, totally. oh look, they stopped mid race too. They're just like us. Yep. There you go. So again, thanks to Brett for sending that video on. So that was Boulder Boulder this past week. Uh, this next week is a big week here in D.C. It's uh, Pride Week. It's Pride Week. Yeah. And I know that Pacers Running is involved with a lot of different things uh, with Pride Week. It's our number one priority. <laughs> it is. Uh, Pacers, Pacers Running CEO Kathy Dalby is going to be a, a dancer. I'm so excited for that. <laughs> and the DC Front Runners. Uh, Every dan- year they put on such a good dance. dance. Yep. Uh, my, bro- my little brother uh, John is always in it. So. Kathy's going to be part of the the dance troupe this year. So uh, if if nothing else, you know, you got to make sure to watch that because they do the dance a number of times throughout the weekend, mm-hmm. uh, starting off with uh, the cemetery race mm-hmm. on Friday, on Saturday with the Pride Parade. Uh, they do the dance there a number of times mm-hmm. throughout the uh, throughout the parade. So uh, big week. Um, excited about the race. Really excited to see how uh, Kathy does in the dance. <laughs> also, not to be forgotten in this big week coming up, um, it's Global Running Day. On Wednesday. Now, there's a day for everything these days. Yeah. But this one actually is meaningful to me mm-hmm. and to us here at Pace the Nation. So uh, it's not Donut Day or <laughs> Pepperoni Pizza Day or anything. This is also Global good, Running Day. Also, those are good day. days, too, though. Uh, there's, not, there's nothing wrong with those days, but... This is Global Running Day. So how are you going to celebrate Global Running Day? So I'll be working on Global Running Day. There you go. <laughs> Good way to celebrate. Help yeah. people get in shape, get in running shoes. Yeah, Good. exactly. Running apparel, gear. Um, and our 14th Street store will be partnering with ASICS okay. for, on Global Running Day. Um, and so we'll be hosting a special run at 7 p.m. on Wednesday, which normally, you know, we just do Monday nights and then Tuesday, Thursday nights. So mm-hmm. there'll be a, an additional run that week. And ASICS will be there with some prizes to nice. give away. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, so like headphones and headphones. Uh, yeah, wow. And like socks and stuff. I'll be there for the headphones. <laughs> we need, we need some for the studio here. Yeah. So, uh, if you do want to come out to a global running run, you can come to 14th street at seven o'clock on Wednesday. And that's June 7th, Wednesday, June 7th. So yeah, mark your calendar. And, uh, also Greg from ASICS, um, 
he sent me a really nice email about. But he didn't send any snacks. About the program. Yeah, he didn't. <laughs> but you know what, Greg? I, I really actually, I, I really I haven't gotten back to him about it yet. But um, maybe we recruit Greg to help produce the show. I mean, he had some good feedback. He's got some great ideas. Good ideas. Yeah, yeah. great ideas. I like that our staff is growing. Yeah, I, I definitely like that. We got an intern. We need a we need an assistant producer. Or hey, we'll we'll we'll, well make him full producer. Yeah, full producer. Yeah. Um, and we have Charlie as well. That's right. Yeah, he helps book guests. Uh, so, Greg, that offers on the table. It doesn't pay anything, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you help uh, the running community. I think. I don't know. <laughs> All right, this is the story everybody's been waiting for, Joanna. You're moving. You just moved, though. (laughs) I just moved, yeah. So my best friends are twins. Right, And they had bought a house. Right. And um, we, in one of our more harebrained ideas, thought that we could turn this two-bedroom house into a three-bedroom house. Yeah, and this has been an ongoing project. So this this isn't like you just moved in last week and you thought, ah, maybe we can make this happen, maybe not. You've been there for months. Uh, since the end of January, yeah. Right. Um, and we have finally come to the realization that it's not going to work. Now, is it we or is it you? They're like sisters to me, and they would they would let me live in their dining room for eternity, but mm-hmm. I feel like I need to not live in a dining room because I'm like 30, you yeah. know? So like, I need I need real walls. <laughs> yeah. You're a star on a podcast. You I'm need, a star on a podcast. You, you need at least your own separated room. Yeah, exactly. Not a closet. Not a dining room, not a living room. Real bedroom. A real bedroom. Yeah. I think you earned that yes. in life. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah. So you moved in January. Do you unpack everything? Is is it going to be a real pain? I'm sure it's always a pain to move again, but uh, is it going to be unpacking or packing everything back up? Well, the good thing is that I didn't really unpack. Mm, okay. So no. you've been kind of living out of boxes since uh, February. Notice. Yeah. So I don't really know where most of my stuff is anyway. Uh, the only thing that I did unpack were all my books. So I shouldn't have of done course. that. That was stupid because right. now I have to repack 450 books we couldn't be more opposite <laughs> I mean, we started the show talking about how i'm trying to plow through my third book of the year oh man okay 450 books impressive all right so you got to pack those back up yeah <clears throat> mean, meanwhile your clothes and all that stuff are, are nicely uh packed in boxes still exactly right. yeah okay so that's going to happen this week, next week, soon. Well, I mean, it depends on if I find a place to live. So no, that's if, true. If that's our listeners, yeah, want to help me out there. Yeah, exactly. So, all the listeners, or at least some of the listeners, know where she lives. So you know where she's looking to live. Uh, so if you're vandalizing her car or playing jokes <laughs> on her car, you probably owe me. You probably owe her something. So. Help her uh, find a find a spot to live. Reasonable price. Is there anything reasonably priced in DC anymore? There is, but it's so hard to find those. Yeah. Uh, my old house was very reasonably priced. Was it like a condemned place? No, it just. I think the it landlord had some mice. Uh, we had a we did have a mice problem, but only when they started working on the okay. vacant house next door. All right, then so that's I, yeah, that's fine. They, yeah. But for I think our landlord just didn't really realize the value of it in the neighborhood, and I used to send him emails all the time telling him about break-ins and mm-hmm. police activities. So that he wouldn't think it was safe because like he lived out in Virginia. Um, but that was that's rare. Like if you find one of those like really great deals, you have to like know somebody to like get into one of those places. All right. So if you know somebody, tweet us at Pace the Nation. <laughs> it's Jotorious DC. Although I, I did want to touch on that too. You, you are you getting off of social media for the summer? Oh my god, yes. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. So um pulling hat, a Kevin King. Yeah, wow. hat tip to Kevin King. I yeah. did that last summer and I actually really enjoyed it. Okay. So uh I have officially sorry if you tweet or um if you post a really cool picture on Instagram. I won't see it until Labor Day. So I'm off uh the only thing that I will still be on is Pinterest. Okay. Uh, I don't even know what that is. I'm but, not okay. really even on it, but that's the only thing that I'll allow myself to be on for the summer. So uh, no Instagram, no Twitter, no Snapchat. It is a time suck. So I, I, I don't, I wouldn't do it, but it is a time suck. <laughs> well, I should say that my phone, I have a really old phone and I can't read my email on it anymore because it tells me that I don't have enough storage to read my mail. So I deleted like every, I had no music on my phone. Mm. I had like no pictures. So finally I just started deleting apps so that I could read my mail and Instagram and Twitter were two of the first apps to go. (laughs) So um, it might be that when I get my new phone, which hopefully is soon, that maybe when I have a new phone, I'll be really excited and I'll want to use Instagram and Twitter. But right now I just, I can't, I can't even. So she's off of 
uh, social media from now until the end of the summer or to when you get a new phone, which could be next week. Yeah, it could be next okay. week. We'll All see. Right. So we'll keep you posted on that. So if you do have a suggestion where Joanna can live, tweet the show at Pace the Nation or just, you know, go by one of our DC stores and I'm sure she's well, would be there or somebody can find her who is there. <laughs> All right, episode number 109 in the books. Good show. Thanks again to all our guests for joining us today in studio. We had, of course, we had Ellie McGinn. We had Beth McGinn. We had Joe Reed. We had our guest co-host, Bailey Jeff. All great job by you guys today. Thank you so much for joining us in studio. All right. Thank you, Joanna, for changing the time. Saturday. Really appreciate it. We hope to have William E. Docs back next week. I'm Chris Farley. It's been a great episode of Pace the Nation. We will see you next week.